devotional podcast to make sure you have the spiritual nourishment that you need to make it through these difficult times. Today's message is a continuation from the past few weeks' messages out of Romans chapter 8. Previously, we covered no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, and we discussed the law of the Spirit of life setting us free from the law of sin and death. Then we looked at some of the activity of the Holy Spirit. This week, we are going to see the Holy Spirit's involvement in bringing us into the family of God. Today's topic, the spirit of adoption. Our passage today comes from Romans chapter 8, verses 12 through 17. Let's go to the scriptures. Verse 12. So then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. What does it mean to be adopted? Is this just fanciful language? How does this adoption happen anyway? These are all good questions, and we'll take a look at some of those today. Adoption is the willful decision to bring someone who is not a natural family member into a family with all legal rights and responsibilities of the family. Many of us know people who have decided to adopt children into their families. This may have been to have children they were not able to bear naturally or done out of love to take in children who otherwise would have been orphaned. Either way, the child or children were alone defenseless in the world with no one to care for them, and statistically have no hope for a future. In an act of selfless love and at great financial and emotional cost to self, these people stepped in and gave life, hope, and a future to those who previously had none. This adoption is not just poetic language. Rather, it is exactly what Christ did. Through faith in Christ, we receive the Holy Spirit, called the Spirit of Adoption here. And by Him, we can cry out, Abba, Father, This is the term, Daddy. It's the same term that Jesus used while praying in the Garden of Gethsemane in Mark chapter 14, when he prayed that he would be spared the suffering, if at all possible. Just like little children are dependent on their parents for all things, food, shelter, clothing, a sense of belonging, and cry when they're in need, so we too should be dependent on our Heavenly Father for all things. Our adoption by God into his family comes as a result of his love. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 says, See what love the Father has lavished upon us, that we should be called His children. We bring nothing to the table that God needs, and no amount of works could ever merit such a position in His family. It is by God's grace through faith that we are saved. John chapter 1, verse 11 and 12 says, He came to His own, but His own received Him not. But to all who did receive Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. And Galatians 3.26 affirms this, saying, For in Christ Jesus you are all sons through faith. It's faith alone in Christ alone that saves and brings us into his family. Just as a child who has been adopted into a family now enjoys all the rights and privileges of that family, so we too have those rights and privileges in the family of God. Verse 17 says, As children we are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. An heir is the one with the legal right to a property upon that other person's death. So what belongs to God? Everything. Now, we don't get access to this inheritance on this side of eternity. 
We won't enjoy the benefit of our inheritance until we are in glory. But we're not alone in this. Hebrews chapter 11 has a whole list of faithful men through the ages who did not get what they were promised in the flesh, but now they enjoy it forever. In the meantime, as his children, we do have some promises. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 says that we have been blessed in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Then Paul goes on to list a few of those blessings in Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 4, he says that we are chosen by God. Verse 5, that we are adopted as sons. Verse 7, that we have redemption by his blood. That means that we've been bought back from slavery to sin at the cost of his own blood. Verse 7 also says that we have been, for, we have been given forgiveness of sin. Verses 8 through 10 says that we have been given wisdom and insight into his will. And last but not least, verse 13 and 14 says that we have the indwelling Holy Spirit as a guarantee of our inheritance. Our inheritance is an eternity with God. Speaking of inheritance, most of us have inherited physical traits of one or both of our parents. And there are some aspects of our personality that we have inadvertently picked up from them as well. In the same way, as children of God, we ought to bear the family resemblance. Are we becoming more Christ-like in our actions and attitudes? Is our desire to please our Heavenly Father? Are we willing to take on the nature of a servant? Are His words on our mind and on our lips? What is our attitude towards the Word of God? And what does our prayer life look like? What about discipline? Good parents discipline their children, right? So how do we respond to the Lord's discipline? Our Heavenly Father is not waiting like a giant with a hammer ready to come down on us for every act of disobedience, nor is He willing to let us remain the same. Hebrews 12 verse 6 says, The Lord disciplines the one He loves and chastises every son that He receives. Verse 8 indicates that if we are not receiving discipline, that we may not be His children. However, the discipline of the Lord is for our good, that we may share in His holiness. Verse 11 says, For the moment... Discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later yields a peaceful fruit of righteousness for those who are trained by it. The discipline of the Lord is to bring out Christ-likeness in us, and this is to be expected of a good father. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the spirit of adoption that makes us a part of your family. We know that we're lost and orphaned in this world without you, when without hope. We thank you for bringing us in and making us heirs. We're grateful for the spiritual blessings that we already have in Christ and for the guarantee of eternity with you. Lord, we ask that you would continue to shape us into the image of Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Join us here Monday through Friday for more devotions from the Bible Fellowship Church pastoral staff and on Sundays for our services streamed live on YouTube or Facebook. You can also join us in person now on Sundays for service at 9 and 11. Please go to our website, www.bfcsebring.com, for the links to services and other resources. Have a blessed day.